And welcome back to Sacred Space 102 FM, a Come and See Inspirations production here for West Limerick 102. My name is Shane Ambrose, and I'm delighted to have you back with us on this glorious Sunday morning. Uh, John, we're delighted we have a special guest with us on the programme this week, um, Matt Boylan. Good morning, Matt. How are you keeping? Very well. Good to speak to you, Shane. Thanks a million, Matt. Now, Matt is the president of the Pioneer Total Abstinence Association, the PTAA, and we invite him on the program this morning because the PTA is something which many people might be have heard of at some stage, particularly older people. And it's something maybe that people might realize is actually still knocking around and still doing the job that they've always done. Isn't that the case, Matt? That is the case indeed, surely. Yes, right. indeed, by all means, it's on the go since 1898 when Father James Cullen sat down with four ladies and decided that they needed to do something very serious about the issue of um, the hard drinking was going on and the few uh, pounds as, as the men were earning at the time, a lot of it went by the wayside and never reached home. So mm. bills went on paid and there come a time, look at they said, look, we'll have to do something about this. And so the organisation was founded. And I suppose, you know, I suppose one way of, of looking at it is, is that, you know, in Ireland, there's very much culturally, there's an acceptance and an expectation around alcohol. Um, some would say that as a country, we have a very dysfunctional relationship with alcohol. Uh, recent surveys probably might support that, given, you know, the average person is supposed to consume a 40 litres of vodka in a year, which seems rather excessive for the amount of people that don't drink. Um, but I suppose from your perspective, Matt, what is, like, what, where, what does the, the Pioneer Total Abstinence Association, where do you see yourselves? Um, well, no, I suppose, first of all, you, as you said, you start out with Father Cullen and that. So if you give us maybe a bit of history on that, and then we move to where we see, you see yourselves today. So just you were, you were set up by Father Cullen. So that was back in the, the 18, 1880s, 1890s? 1890s, right, 1898, indeed, surely. That's when, when they started the association. Um, very quickly, it did take on. And mm. within a couple of years, there was um, up to 100,000 members. And indeed, by um, uh, was as little as 1910, there were over 100,000 members. 1917, even though a considerable number, surely that's the thing about the association like this, will default. Um, membership had risen to 250,000. Now, by the time it had progressed a few decades through the 1950s, which it was indeed at its peak, you were looking at one in four people in the country was a pioneer. Hard to believe that that could be the case even for the time of the 1950s. But sure enough, things turned around in the 1960s and certainly there was a big decline, is right, surely. Uh, now, do we blame rock and roll? Of course, the whole culture was changing anyway, and people were going their own direction. But the nice thing is quite a number of people still remain with the association, mm. uh, right down to this day. Now, most of them are senior people. Yes, we would have a little programme where we would go along to schools uh, pre-COVID and leave a little message there. And yes, there was always a number of younger people that would come to us. A number would stay and... Uh, and number would go one. That's just how it how it relates mm. to that level. Mm. So it's an have... interesting. It's an interesting one. Like I know myself. Um, for example, I know my grandparents were both uh, pioneers all their lives. I don't think alcohol crossed the door of the house. Uh, and even I, I remember as as a as a as a primary school kid, I can remember it was part of almost the confirmation process that you would take your pledge until you were eighteen. And I suppose people are wondering, does that happen anymore? Do we even bother with that anymore? 
well, what it happens now is to say teachers were wonderful in the past. Like in my time going to school in the, in the 60s, 70s, yes, the teacher would introduce it to you first and you had an opportunity to join as a juvenile from 8 to 11. After that, then you, you had an opportunity then to, to join with you as a member of a local centre, like which would be attached to a, to a parish. And um, yes, it, it went on from, from, from there. Um, nowadays, okay, you would be trying to get your information solely to your confirmation class because um, uh, it's not compulsory anymore that they have to actually take the, the pledges they say at that, you see. But um, yes, if at all possible, that's a, a level that, uh, that we would try and um, at least get our information to. Now, um, we have to get back to that because unfortunately this old COVID was a, a serious disruption to every, every man and woman's plans and it set us back. But um, so this whole process of rebuilding now, get, getting back to making our school talks and talking to these confirmation classes again. Mm-hmm. And I suppose, I suppose, it kind of, if you were to sum it up, well, not even sum it up, well, how, what would you say it's the Pioneer Association is, is, is about, Matt? What, you know, what does it mean? Like, you're obviously the president, so obviously, you know, you're up there in terms of the leadership position, but obviously you're a pioneer yourself. What does it mean for you to be a pioneer? What does it mean? What does the Pioneer Association deal do? Well, I suppose maybe it's a unique way of life. I suppose you're right. You know, people look at us a different way as a, as a, as a rare um, bunch of people all together in a certain way, you know, to, to be that hard line to actually completely and utterly abstain from alcohol. Um, but like everything else, um, yeah, I made a decision early on in life, you know, that there are certain things that one could do and certain things one wouldn't do. So I chose that. I remained with it. That wasn't to say that I could still go out and enjoy a good time with, with all of the rest of them. But I didn't have to depend on taking alcohol, you know, mm. alcohol to have a good time. And um, so um, then we started out then through region dioceses and, and everything else right up to national level, you know, where we um, promote the, the aims of the association by all means through uh, little leaflets that we would have, for instance, and... Um, different information that we would, would, would send out to our, our centres and, and, and regions and let them promote it then through their, their schools and uh, whatever else, you know. But, mm. um, yeah, so they mentioned... Uh, now, we're not against uh, drink as such, but certainly we would um, uh, prefer that people would be more moderate in their ways. Mm. Uh, in that, yes, what we're certainly mostly down on is all you know, this business of binge drinking and uh, what people are having their, their parties. Now, it's part of the people parties and enjoy themselves by all means. But unfortunately, it gets carried too far. Mm. And harem gets done. There's no two ways about it. So, of course, we also inter- um, mentioned drugs too, as, as we mentioned alcohol now. And um, so our aim is to, to keep our message out there. Um, even to encourage people to be more moderate in what they're doing. You know, they don't mm. have to be full-time members, but certainly to uh, to appreciate uh, what they're about and, and their, themselves and their body and to be, uh, yeah, look after themselves in a manner like that. Mm. And in terms of, you know, if, if okay, so the first thing would be, right, if, if you were to join, you know, if you were to join the Pioneers, what's involved? What does it, what does it mean to be a Pioneer? What do you have to do? Okay, what, what you're doing uh, to be a pioneer is there's, there's, there's three definite little points set in front of you um, when you become a member. So you're expected then to abstain, certainly, from alcohol for life if you become a full-time member. Uh, there's a little pioneer we pray twice a day uh, for those that, uh, you know, that certainly are, are much harder times. 
And we have a little pin, a pioneer pin that um, uh, has got an emblem of the Sacred Heart in it. And that shows who we are and what we're about. Mm. So just just check, just just taking that bit up um, there, Matt. Just you, you mentioned about the pin, and I think that's what many people, older people, would associate uh, with the pioneer. You know, it, it would be you know I, I can remember people they would have worn their pioneer pin and they would have worn their fania. Um, you know that that the, they would have the cupola focale as well. And I suppose, but the, going back to the and, and going back to the going back to the pioneer pin, um, you mentioned the, the the emblem for the Sacred Heart. So in what sense does that? Does this, you know, does that connect in? Because obviously you said it was founded by the Jesuits, and as we know, the Jesuits promote the devotion to the Sacred Heart. Um, but where, what, what, how does that link in with the pioneers? Well, at some time along the way, yes, they decided that would be the uh, the design, and mm. they picked this nice little pin with with a little cross in it, and uh, it's, it's colours and whatever, and a picture of the Sacred Heart on it. So that became our emblem then, going going forward, and uh, as a a signal and a sign to what we were. Mm. And, and, and does, does I, and I suppose once upon a time, I suppose that, that the, these pioneers would have been associated, I suppose, with the idea of reparation. Does that still form part of the, the ethos, the makeup of the pioneers? It does indeed, surely. Like it's, it's covered in our little prayer that we say uh, day and night, you see, from mm. the conversion of excessive drinkers is part of it, you know. So, yeah. And, um, now, we're not going to hard line out there, you know, banging um, the table, giving out to people what they do. But it's mm. more by way of example. So what you're doing mm. is you're, you're setting up that you have um, a method whereby, uh, right, you set it down that it's through um, our mission. That's what you can put it down that way is for the association is to address the problems in society that's, that's caused by excess alcohol consumption and drugs as well. And that's done through faith and prayer, self-denial, is it? the big business and good example right and you're out there to set your good example uh to provide and promote activities to in a safe and alcohol free manner and um, particularly for young people surely and advocating ideas and values of temperance and sobriety in society so that's that's our, our mission uh our vision uh, for the association is based on the love we have for, like you mentioned that the sacred heart of, of jesus and it's to help to build a society where people can live their, uh, to the full potential and alcohol can be enjoyed in moderation, as you just said. Mm-hmm. So, um, thus, you see, um, so avoiding the serious problems, surely, that arise from the abuse, and this is what we're down again, is the abuse of alcohol and certainly mm. drugs as well, Shane. Yes. Mm. In terms of, I suppose, in terms of things, now, we're obviously talking in a normal, non-COVID world, Matt, but what kind of things and events would the, the association be organising kind of during the year? Certainly throughout the year, um, on a national level, and which we had great support for, was a national ball. This is where we're bringing up people young and old together. It goes around our four provinces each year, so it does. Uh, we'd also have a national quiz, uh, it comes to a national quiz, starting off at, at the local level right up to national level. Um, certainly pilgrimages too uh, we do a foreign pilgrimage maybe to, to, to various venues for those that can attend and of course one of our big ones at home is the Pioneer and Matt Talbot pilgrimage to Knox Shrine which has been even upgraded so uh, we're looking forward to a time again which will now probably be next year where we can again attend physically uh, to that venue 
unfortunately we missed out last year and I suppose it'll be an online ceremony again this year Shane that. Mm, obviously because of COVID it's interesting actually there that you mentioned Matt Talbot of course Matt, Matt is one of the, uh, the people that's associated I suppose with, with, with a sacrifice in life and, and inspiration for people who have um, al- who are alcoholics or who, who have, have, have issues with, 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 with um, addiction uh, but it's interesting I just noticed on the website as well a couple of other people that are mentioned there um, is Venerable Adele Quinn of course many people in this program will associate Adele with the um, Legion of Mary Frank Duff founder of the Servant of God Frank Duff is, was a member of That's the so- association and also interesting one for this week uh, just going back to part one of the program folks we said Saturday the 8th was the feast day of Blessed John of Father John O'Sullivan and actually he was also a pioneer which I didn't realise uh, Matt until I went to do uh, some homework on the program on the on the association. So, John, Matt, Matt, listen. Thanks a million for coming on to talk to us about the pioneers and to tell us very much that they're still there. As you said, very much an example, an inspiration, and something for people to think about, particularly in these challenging times. And particularly, as you said, when it's kind of seen as being very countercultural, not to. Um, not to, to, in terms of our relationship with alcohol for those that might be interested in joining or looking for membership or participating with the pioneers uh, matt what would you suggest that they do what i suggest they do is we have a, a very good website and a facebook page so i would uh, ask them to to get on the little computer locate our website and all our information is there there'll be an application form plenty of information about the society uh, we produce a little calendar every year or we have a, a monthly magazine as well that, that features some uh, wonderful articles. Um, so that's where they'll get plenty of information about is, is on, our, on our website and it'll cover all our emblems and certificates for the different age groups uh, right from the beginning right through to, to 70 years of age for a diploma. So there's, there's lots of info there and that's where they'll get all our details. So for those that are interested, that is pioneerassociation.ie is the website. Yes. And, and Matt, listen, we're delighted to have you on the program. So delighted to have Matt, Matt Byland, the president of the Pioneer Total Abstinence Association here with us on the radio this morning. Matt, listen, thanks for joining myself and John here on Sacred Space. And uh, uh, keep safe and keep well for during this COVID time. Well, thanks very much for having me on. And please, God, if you any time in the future, if you want to have a little discussion again, I'd be quite willing to do so. We'd be delighted. Yeah, we'd be delighted to have you back. Thanks a million, Matt. Right, bye bye now. Right, thank you. So now we we'll go for our second piece of music this morning. We'll play this beautiful piece. Of bring flowers at the rarest, and this is by Canon Sydney McEwan. Come back and join us in part three, where we read and reflect on the Word of God. Oh, man. 
We will. 